Yes. This morning, I want to go to Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Last week, we were dealing with the subject, keep the faith. But this Sunday, I want to go another way for this Sunday. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Going to be reading out of the New King James Version. Amen. Be reading out of the New King James Version. Amen. Going to be reading one verse. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I want to say that verse again. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This morning, as my mind reflects on the scripture, the subject for, for this Lesson this morning is count on me. I want to just do a very simple subject. I want everyone to type in count on me. In the year 1994, there were two of my favorite singers from the 90s that I really love even listening to now. One of my favorite singers by the name of Whitney Houston and C.C. Winans sang a very uplifting song entitled Count On Me. This is a song that I really enjoyed listening to even when I was younger, even now as I am reaching 30 in a couple of years. It is a song that is uplifting. It's about leaning on a friend and finding support when you needed them the most. We understand that the Lord is our Savior. Not only is he our Savior, but he's also our friend that we can lean and depend on. We can count on him. The lyrics simply say, count on me through thick and thin. A friendship that will never end. When you are weak, I will be strong, helping you to carry on. Call on me, I will be there. Don't be afraid. Please believe when I say, count on me. When we think about this, these lyrics, when I think about 2020, when I think about how the world was going through a shutdown, when I think about how we could not leave our homes, every day felt 
like the same day. We will come every single day waking up and not leaving outside the door. There was something called COVID-19 that hit the world. There was a virus that was killing people every single day. People were feeling very sad. Employment was, was plummeting down below. People were losing their homes, losing their jobs. But yet, in the midst of all of this going on, you can still count on God. I believe that no matter where we are right now, no matter what's going on, we have a savior that we can count on. You see, I know that many of us look at the news stations and everybody looks at newspapers and everybody's flicking their channels and seeing all the bad news. But the good news is that God is still alive. The good news is that no matter where we are, no matter what's going on, God is there. Philippians 4, 19 says, God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Every single need that you have, God can fulfill that need. Now, I don't know what your need is. Your need may be financial. Your need may be physical. It may be tangible. But whatever your need is, God can fulfill that need. Your need may be a family member getting saved. God can save that family member. One need may be uh, there's some sickness going on in my home. And I'm, and as you're praying, God can heal that person. Your need may be I need some money in my pocket. God can find a stranger to bless you with some money. God has the power to fulfill every single need. Many people are walking around. With a smile on their faces. Why? Because you understand that we have a savior that we can count on. Yes, people may fail you. Friends may fail you. Family may fail you. But God will never fail you. Because I understand that whatever I need, God can supply. It is a witness on here that understands that no matter where you are right now, no matter what's going on, God has the power to be counted on. We can count on God to provide everything that we need. He can provide healing for those that are sick. He can provide strength for those that are weak. He can provide grace and mercy for those who need it. He can provide love and strength. God has the power to be someone that you can look to no matter what. The Bible comes to us. Proverbs chapter three, verse five to six says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I want to look at that first verse because sometimes we read scripture and we jump over so fast. But the first says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yes, we go through heartbreaks. Yes, we go through hard times. But trust in the Lord with all your heart. And then the B cause of this text says, and lean not on your own 
understanding. Let me park right there parenthetically because sometimes we lean on our own small thinking. Sometimes we lean on things because we realize that sometimes trusting in God is not always going to have a guarantee. But the good news is that when we trust in him, there is a belief that God is going to get us out. I don't know where you are right now, but God can get you out of your trouble. You don't have to lean on your own understanding. Come on here. You don't have to lean on the problems that happened before. But all you have to do is trust in the Lord. And then verse 6 says in the C clause, it says, In all your ways acknowledge him. Oh, we have to acknowledge that he is our Lord. We have to acknowledge that he is our Savior. We have to acknowledge that he is the one that we look to. We have to acknowledge that he is the one that gives us what we need. We have to acknowledge him and he shall. It didn't say he might. He he will not. It says he shall direct your path. I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm glad that I have a Savior who directs me. You see this old, there was an old song that says, order my steps in your word. I don't know where you are, but we need the Lord to order our steps. Yes, things are crumbling and things are looking bad. Sometimes things are going which way, but he shall direct your path. As you put your trust in the Lord, you have to put your faith in him. You see, the scripture says some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but who will trust the name of the Lord? The name of the Lord, uh, Proverbs 18, 18 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run in and they are safe. There is safety in his name. Lord have mercy. Uh, there is healing in his name. There is deliverance in his name. Do you understand the power and the magnitude of the name of Jesus? Oh, uh, there's something about the name of Jesus. It's sweeter than the honeycomb. The name of Jesus can turn your life around. Here in the book of Isaiah, I'm getting excited. I'm going to try to be calm right now. In the book of Isaiah. We have three major sections. First section of Isaiah is chapter 1 to 39, which deal with the BC and the Assyrian threat. As we study chapter 1 to 39, we see that Isaiah is speaking words of judgment and hardships. Why? Because the people have turned their backs on God. We know that we live in a time where it looks as though things are looking like they're turning their backs on the Lord. When we come to chapter 40 to 55, Isaiah speaks hope. Now, let's really look at this. In the beginning of Isaiah, he speaks damnation. He speaks destruction. But then in the later chapters, he speaks love and he speaks hope. Now, what God will do with a prophet is that he will stand and tell a prophet to stand and speak words of judgment. But then after he speaks that, he will stand as a prophet and speak words of hope and love. When we come to Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, this is a mighty and comforting promise to the exiles in Babylon. Isaiah offers the people of God more than good advice. He offers them good news. 
to the people of God. What we need today is not good advice. What we need today is not a psychologist. What we need today is a prophet. We don't need any therapists. We need theologians. We don't need any posses. We need pastors. What we need today is the good news. And the good news is that is the gospel. We need the gospel. I don't know where you are right now, but we need the gospel. We need the gospel to be preached all over the world. Mark 16, 15 says, so just go into all the world and preach the gospel. We need the gospel to be preached. So we understand that Isaiah comes and speaks a promise. Uh, the name Isaiah means the Lord is salvation. Uh, Isaiah lived in the time of Amos, Hosea, and Micah. When we read Isaiah chapter 6, he received the call of God. In the year of King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord lifted high and lifted up. That was in Isaiah chapter 6. When God called him, he called him in a very turbulent and chaotic time. What I've noticed in the times that we live in today is that when God calls you, he does not give you everything at all at that once. I'll even go a step deeper. When God calls you, it gives you a signal that your life will never be the same. Isaiah prophesied during the reigns of King Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. And he spoke of the moral breakdown of those times. Isaiah reminded the people of the need to keep God's covenant. But the words and his ministry fell on deaf ears. Isaiah was called to speak to the people, but they were not listening to the word of God. When I reflect and read the book of Isaiah, it shows me what's going on today. God is speaking, but yet the world has deaf ears. God is speaking, but yet no one is taking the time to listen. Well, why is that? Because we understand that people are distracted by so many different things. We're, we're distracted by social media. We're distracted by TikTok. We're distracted by all of the distractions of this world. But I believe this is a time that we must listen to the Lord. This is a time that we must listen to God. I don't know where you are right now. I don't know what you're doing, but look to the Lord. Listen to the words of God. Here in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, God provides his people with five strong promises. We understand that as we have faith in the Lord, we must believe and trust in his promise. Are you ready for promise number one? Promise number one is God 
is present. Was someone to write that right now? Promise number one, God is present. Write that right, right now. God is present. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse number four says, For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against the enemies. Thank you, Sister Brown. All of us can be afraid sometimes. All of us can be worried. All of us can be scared. But we have to understand that God is present. He is there for you. He is right next to you. He is right beside you. I want to say that again. God is right next to you. God is right there for you. And then God is beside you. We have to understand that God is present. We don't need to worry about everything like unbelievers. As Christian believers, we have to understand, watch this, God is right there. You see, I'm reminded of when it's the first line, it says, fear not, for I am with you. We don't have to be afraid. Why? Because God is right there. Many of us go through moments where it feels like we're going through troubles. We're going through trials. But God is present. God is there for you. In the midst of the good times. In the midst of the bad times. God is there. God is there for you even when it feels so alone. God is there. Even when people all around you, God is there. Even when things don't look the way you want it to look, God is there. Even in your victorious moments where everything seems to be going right, God is there. Then understand that then then promise number two, God is personal. I want someone to type that. God is personal. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. Promise number two. God is personal. Psalms 46. Verse number one says. God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble sometimes being dismayed leads to fear but we still have to trust in the Lord sometimes we go through moments where it feels as though fear is everywhere but we still have to trust in the Lord. Psalms 23 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Let me park right there because sometimes we're so easy to be loving the mountain, but we have to understand that we will go through valleys, valleys 
are dark. Valleys are dismal. Valleys are painful. Valleys are worrying. Valleys are something that we feel very sad by. But then it says, I will fear no evil. Come on here. For thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God is always there in the midst of difficulties. God is always there in the midst of danger. God is right there. I'm reminded of a song. And it says, be not dismayed. Whatever betide, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide. God will take care of you. Promise number three is God is powerful. I want you to type that in. God is powerful. So number one, we realize that God is present. Number two, God is personal. But number three, God is powerful. Someone type that in. God is powerful. It says, I will strengthen you. Psalms 18 verse 1 to 2 says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, Lord, and my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I want to say that verse again. I will love you. Oh, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The Lord is our strength when we're weak. The Lord is our rock to be stable. But the Lord is also our fortress. He is a mighty fortress and deliverer. Have you ever noticed that when you feel weak, God is always there to strengthen you? You see, no matter where you are in life, God has the power to strengthen you. I don't know how weak you are right now, but there is a God somewhere and his name is Jesus Christ. He's able to come and strengthen you and lift you back up again. I have a testimony about the Lord picking me up when I was weak. I have a testimony about when I was looking for strength. He came and picked me up with his strength. Promise number four, God is protector. Now we understand in promise number one, God is present. Number two, God is personal. Then three, God is powerful. But then four, God is protector. God is protector. God is Protector says, Yes, I will help you. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 
16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive grace for the help in time of need. I want to say that again. Let us then come with confidence. Draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the need, in the time of need. We know that God protects us. He is the one that protects us from dangers seen and unseen. He is the protector from bad things and things that try to attack us. The scripture says no weapon that is formed against us shall not prosper. It can form, but it won't prosper. Many things try to attack us, but God is there to protect us. You see, I'm standing here today, not because I have everything together. It's because God protected me. He protected me from that bullet that people tried to shoot me with. He protected me from sickness that tried to grip my body. He protected me from people who tried to attack me. God bless your sister Chelsea. People tried to attack me, but God protected me. People tried to stab me, but God protected me. He's the one that protected me from all evil. Psalms 38 verse 22 says, Make haste, O Lord, my salvation. I want to say that verse again. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. God is our help. And he helps us in our time of need. You see, many of us are looking for the Lord, but he's right there to protect you. God is a protector. So let us look at the promises before we get to the last one. God is present. And then number two, God is personal. Then number three, God is powerful. Then number four, God is protective. And lastly, God is permanent. Oh, that gives me joy in my heart because I know that it says I will uphold you. With my righteous right hand. Uh, John chapter 10 verse 27 to 28 says. It says my sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. I give them eternal life. And they will never perish no one can snatch them out of my hands. You see, today I'm excited because I thank God for the hands of the Lord. Uh, because I understand that, yes, times may come and go, but his hands keeps me. I'm so glad to be in the hands of the Lord. Oh, I'm glad that the Lord holds me with his hands. I'm glad that the Lord knows how to pick me up with his mighty hands. Because even when I feel like I cannot get up 
anymore. I understand that God is the one that holds me in his hands. I thank God this morning for the hands of the Lord. Uh, because even when I feel like I can't get up anymore, I know that the, that the song says, Father, I stretch uh, my hand to thee. Lord, have mercy. No other help I know. I know this morning many of us have tried other people to put their hands on us, but we need the Lord to help us. Father, I stretch uh, my hands to thee. No other help I know. You see, if thou withdraw thyself from thee, wherever shall I go? We need the hands of the Lord. No matter what you're going through, put it in the hands of the Lord. If you're sick, you need to be put in the hands of the Lord. If you're down, you need to be put in the hands of the Lord. I thank God for his hands because I remember when I read Luke chapter 23 and I go to verse 46, Jesus said on that old rugged cross, Father, into thy hands, uh, I commit my spirit. I don't know where you are right now. I don't know what you're going through right now, but there is a savior and his name is Jesus. He's able to pick you up out of your trouble. He's able to pick you up with his hands. His hands was able to hold you even when people didn't want to hold you. His hands was able to bring you from one place to the next. I don't know where you are right now, but we need the hands of the Lord. The hands of the Lord can guide you in the midst of darkness. The hands of the Lord can turn your life around. The hands of the Lord can take you from the bottom and bring you to the top. That's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God who's able to bring us right there. Yes, we can count on the Lord. Why? Because he's able to do the impossible. Yes, you may be going through something right now, but God is the one you can count on. Because when you count on the Lord, his hands can do something that you've never seen before. I don't know about you, but the reason why I get excited, because the hands of the Lord is on my life. The reason why I stand with a smile, because I know that God is there for me. I'm so glad this morning that God is there for me. You may understand right now why you're getting so excited, because when you have the hands of the Lord on your life, your life will never be the same. The reason why you're still here today is because God still has his hand on you. You still reason why you're alive today, because his hand is on you. I'm so glad that his hand is on me. I'm so glad that he has the power to pick me up. God has the power to turn your life around. God has the power to do something amazing. I don't know what's going on right now, but God has the power to give you great things. He has the power to give you blessings. He has the power to give you overflow. He has the power to give you what you need. Whatever you're in need, God has the power to give Give it to you. How can you still smile with no money in your pocket? Because God is still there. How can you still hear and your things have walked away? That's all right. God is right there. He's my present help. He is my everything. He's my bread when I'm hungry. He's my water when I'm thirsty. He's my bridge over troubled water. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. I've got a question for you. Do you know Jesus? Do you know the Jesus that went up to Calvary? 
Calvary for you? Do you know the Jesus uh, that died on the cross for you? Uh, do you know the Jesus uh, that stayed in the grave uh, early Friday uh, and stayed there Saturday, uh, but early Sunday morning? Uh, do you know the Jesus that got up on the third day uh, with all power in his hands? You see, I'm glad this morning that I have a Savior who was there for me. I have a Savior who knows how to be there for me, even in the midnight hour. Have you ever noticed that you try to call on everybody else? Who I feel like preaching this morning. I don't know where you are right now, but have you ever been in a moment where you tried to call other people, but they could not do it? But there is a name that is above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. There there is a name huh, that I love to call on. Huh? I can call on his name huh, early in the morning. Huh? When I wake up in the morning, before I grab my cup of coffee, there is a name huh, that I can call on. Huh? There is a name huh, that when people try to bother me, huh, at the name of Jesus, huh, you got to back up. Huh? At the name of Jesus, I can call on the name of Jesus huh? early in the morning. Huh? I can call on the name of Jesus huh? during the day. Huh? But when I'm by myself, Lord, have mercy. In the midnight hour, I have a name that I can call on, and his name is Jesus. I don't know about you, but there is a name that is above CNN. There is a name that is above the White House. There is a name that is above everything on this earth, and his name is Jesus. What we need today is Jesus. How are we going to get this gas prices down? Jesus. How are we going to get government fixed? Jesus. How are we going to get people from stop shooting schools. We need the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because I'm getting excited because the name of Jesus works. Woo. Thank you, God. Thank you. I don't know about you, but this morning I am excited because we have a guarantee that Jesus is always there for us. I know that everybody is going around saying that things are looking bad. But the good news is that Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is there for us. You see, no matter where you are right now, we need to look to the Lord. Whew, good God Almighty. I have to calm down. I got to calm down. There is something amazing. Mm about the name of Jesus. There is something beautiful about the name of Jesus. I don't know what's going on right now, but we need the name of Jesus. I don't know what's going on or who's getting upset or who doesn't. I don't care what they try to judge and why they try to put in laws and system. We need the name of Jesus. Whew, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. We need the name of Jesus. Type that in. We need the name of Jesus. We need the name of Jesus. Type that in. We need the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is what we're going to need. Because Proverbs says the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run in. And they are safe. We need it. This name can carry us. This name can turn us around. This name 
can do the impossible. I believe in the name of Jesus. I trust in the name of Jesus. I thank God for his name. Because in my name, I can't do anything. But in his name, we can do everything. You see, in his name, we have access to healing. In his name, we have access to deliverance. In his name, we have access to blessings. God has the power to give you what you need. God has the power to turn things around. God has the power to move on your behalf. I don't know where you are, but God is able to do the unthinkable and to blow your mind. Is there a witness in here that says, Lord, I need you. In the midst of what's going on, we need the Lord. We need him. We need him to turn our lives around. We need him to pick us up when we are down. We need the Lord to do the impossible for us. Is there a witness that says, Lord, I thank you for your name. I thank you for doing the impossible. If you are not safe, if you are not safe, if you do not know Jesus, I, I dare you. I dare you to know who this Jesus is. You see, many people don't realize the power of Jesus Christ. God has the power to save you. God has the power to lift you up. God has the power to turn your life around. God has the power to give you what you need. If you are not saved, I, I want to invite you to get to know this Jesus. Don't wait too late. Don't say, I'll do it another time. No, this is the right time to get to know who this Jesus is. The reason why I'm preaching so hard about this Jesus, because this Jesus changed my life. This Jesus made my life better. He turned my life around. I have a testimony. Last year... I was sad because I said I lost so many friends and 2020 was a hard year for me. I lost so many friends. I was crying and eulogizing for the last two years. But I said, God, I still trust you. My friend was killed in a car accident. My friend was killed in Los Angeles. Another friend passed away from cancer. Another friend went through. And I said, God, I'm crying, but God, I still trust you. We have to trust in the Lord. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus, that the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, God has raised him from the dead, you will be safe. You will be safe. God has the power to save you. God has the power to change your life. If you will not say, we can take the time. To walk you through the process of salvation. Because after you accept them as Lord and Savior, there's a process after being saved. If you are not saved, I dare you to get to know Jesus. He has the power to save you. He has the power to lift you up. He has the power to turn your life around. God has that power. The question I have is, do you believe in that power? Because if you believe in it, and trust in him, everything will begin to fall into place. God has the power 
to turn your life around. God has the power to turn things around for you. Right now, I want us to get into the spirit of giving. The word has been preached. Let us take time to sow. Let us take time to give. Amen. Amen. Let's take time to sow. Let us take time to give. Giving is a part of worship. Please don't leave and just leave. Get, please sow. Please sow. Please sow. Please sow. Take the time to give and to sow. <laughs> Giving is a part of worship. There are many ways to give. Text GLOBAL, G-L-O-B-A-L, to 51400, PayPal, paypal.me, slash Global Fire Now, Cash App, dollar sign, Global Fire Now, Zell, Global Fire Now, at gmail.com. Please take time to sow. Please take time to give. Please take the time. Please take time. Please give, please sow, please sow. Please sow. Giving is a part of worship. Giving is a part of worship. Please sow, please sow, please sow. So, well, I want to pray, going to pray, going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for everything you're doing, God. Thank you, Lord, for being the one that we can count on. Thank you, Lord, for always opening doors for us. Thank you, Lord, for always doing the impossible and the unthinkable for us. Lord, this morning, we thank you, Lord, for always being the one that we can count on. We lean and depend on you. You are the one we look to. You are the one that we call to. Lord, we thank you that no matter what's going on in our lives, we, we look to you, God. Lord, right now, bless everyone that has been on here, God. Bless them as they leave, as they go to different destinations. Lord, bless everyone that is connected to this house. We thank you, Lord, for being a strong house. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your wonderful and precious name. Jesus, I pray, amen. Global is who we are. Fire is what we bring. Ministry is what we do. God bless you. God bless you.